What's up? Welcome to the Existential Stoic Podcast. Do you struggle doing what you need to do or doing what's right for you? Or you know, are you not happy? Today you're in luck. We're going to talk about how to do what matters. I'm Danny. I'm here with my buddy Randy. What's up, Randy? Yo, Danny. Do you ever struggle doing what matters? <laughs> I have actually been struggling with this recently oh. because I've been doing too much yet again. <laughs> <laughs> Big shocker. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, and so I had to sit down the other day to really figure out what matters so that I can focus on that and let the other stuff fall by the wayside. You know, it's hard, though. There's so much that to do. There's so much fun things to do and to get involved in. It is easy to, like, way overfill your schedule. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that's funny because that's, like, the other side of it, too, right? Because there's people that you struggle to get anything done. And the other side, it's like you're way too much, so you're not doing anything well, you know, or... Well, so like I've I've kind of as I get older, I learn myself a little bit better. And so I know if I don't have enough to do, I start ruminating. I think too much. I get depressed, all this stuff. So I prefer to like err on the side of excess. And then on the verge of being burnout, I sit down and I'm like, hang on, we need to pair this back a little bit. Because <laughs> yeah, back then we start getting stressed out and depressed and anxious now. Yeah. <laughs> the other side of it. Yeah, it happens. Well, hopefully then we can, since we have experience with this, we can help people out. I'm going to go first. My first tip is do what's hard first. And I think this is something we talked about before, but I really like this one because I think it is important. Like most of the time, at least I find my own experience, like the things that I really need to do are difficult. They're things I'm afraid of. They're things I just don't want to face. They're things I'm denying. But once you like start to deal with it, like this pressure just lifts off your shoulders. You feel better and you can start like taking care of things in the right way. I know like my student loans are a good example of this, where I just put it off, you know, didn't make phone calls, didn't look at anything. And it's like, you know, at the end of the day, it's stupid. But, you know, it's just you don't want to deal with it. So you do that. And it's a tendency. So if you just get it out of the way, you feel better. Yeah. And plus, starting with the most difficult one, it makes it kind of downhill after that, because you're like, heck, if I did the most difficult thing, I can do anything else. I just had an experience with that with a call that I had to make. And I was putting it off. I was like, oh, I don't want to have to (laughs) call And it took it took literally five minutes, you know, but it was like it caused me hours of stress. And it was a five minute call. Phone calls are the best because I've done that, too. And you waste so much time stressing about it. And then you make the call. You're like, oh, OK, it's done. <laughs> yeah. Easy. Yep. All right. So my first one for how to do what matters is find one thing. So, like, I heard this from Naval And he was talking about most of us, we put too much pressure on ourselves and we worry about too much stuff. And he's like, you're allowed one thing. And that's your one thing that's most important to you. And yeah, you can worry all you want about it. You can stress about that one thing, but anything else, just let it go. And so this I've used a few times in my life. And the one thing is different. It's like whatever is most important for me at that moment. But it's just a reminder to myself to be like, okay, this is really important for me. I'm getting stressed about this. Okay, rightfully so. But then other stuff comes up that stresses me. And I'm like, hang on, this isn't the thing that I've chosen that's most important. So this will figure itself out. I like that one too, because it gives you real focus. Because I think that is like, that's my problem a lot of time too. When I'm struggling to get things done, I have too much to do. And it's like, you get overwhelmed by like, you know, you have too many options, too many things you need to do now. And instead of just focusing on the most important task and knocking it out and getting it done. And then actually you can really focus too. That's the other thing, which I think is important. And also I've heard it said that a lot of stress in our life comes from (laughs) knowing what we should do and not doing it. 
And so I noticed this this past week when I was super stressed was this one thing that's most important to me. I had some stuff that I needed to get done that I was putting off and I kept putting it off day after day after day. And it was just like building in intensity because a deadline was coming up. And one day I just sat down when I wrote down all my stuff and I was like, oh, that's it. I know what I need to do. I just should do it. I did it. And then all that stress and everything was gone. It's funny, yeah. All the stress is usually connected, at least in my own experience, with something like one important thing. It's not usually connected to the little stuff, you know. And you just you realize you're putting it off, but usually it's too late when you're already really stressed. And so I like that one. It's a good one. Goes well. I actually goes well. My second one, which is identify your guiding or core values. I think this is just helpful in like general for making decisions, but like especially for what matters. Like if you want to live the life you want, you need to know what matters to you, what you value, and then that should be your guide for decision making. So sitting down and like writing down, journaling, it takes time to figure this out. It's not like immediate. But I think if you do like uh, journaling for a few weeks, you can usually figure out like what really matters. Is it family? Is it friends? Is it my career? Is it whatever? And like identify that stuff and then focus on that. That can help you like make your decisions. Yeah, that's a really good one to figure out what's important to you, not what's important to other people. And actually, (laughs) I just learned about this crazy journaling technique for actually targeting your subconscious, where you write a question to your subconscious with your dominant hand. So for me, that's my right hand, because I'm right handed. And then you switch hands, and you write the answer with your non dominant hand, because that allows you to like, target your subconscious. And dude, it's crazy the stuff that comes out. So I can barely read my handwriting note from my dominant hand. So that's going to be a mess. (laughs) (laughs) I know, right? Yeah. Yeah, The older I get, it's like borderline, like intelligible now. It's getting bad. (laughs) You'll be a doctor one day. (laughs) I know, right? Yeah. So my next one for how to do what matters is contemplate your deathbed. All the time when I'm struggling with a decision, uh, I think about myself when I'm old, dying in my deathbed and looking back on my life now and being like, what would I have wanted me to do in this moment? Because that helps cut a lot of the excess stuff. And uh, it does provide some clarity. And sometimes the answer is, you know what, it doesn't matter. But at least at least it gives me a bit more perspective than I may have at the moment. I was going to say, it's a great way to gain perspective. And it's a good way to think, too, like, what would I really regret later? Like, is it going to be that I regret that I didn't stay on, on, uh, you know, working until midnight every night to get some stupid thing done that doesn't matter for a company that doesn't care about me? Or is it that, you know, I should be spending more time, like, honestly, with the people that love me or something? You know, like, really, what are you going to regret later? Most people, when they talk about their regrets when they're older, it's not like that they didn't work enough. That they didn't, you know, like these things are usually not a factor. <laughs> so I think, they, yeah, I spent yeah. 60 hours a week in the office. I definitely should have been there 80 hours a week <laughs> or 90 at least. Right. You know, like, yeah. yeah, I think that it's a good way to get that perspective, though, and think it through and really realize, like, is this actually that important? Does it matter that much? It's a good one. My last one is don't let externals influence you. If you really want to do like, what matters you have to just kind of like block out the noise you know the social pressure the norms the values of others the you know need to for things social media all that influences our our decision making it influences our perspective on what's important and then you're going to be doing somebody else's set of values instead of your own so you have to block that stuff out in order to actually do what matters to you 
Yeah, I I believe with that so much where you have to rely on yourself, not societal norms, not anything else. Because I experienced that in life where I follow societal norms and parental pressures and all this stuff. And I wound up the most depressed I've ever been in my life. And and but nowadays paper, it looks good, right? <laughs> yeah. And nowadays it's kind of funny because like every once in a while I end up going past these like super designer stores just because it's on the way to where I'm headed. And they make the ugliest clothes ever. And only only people who spend thousands and thousands of dollars on their clothes would buy such ugly clothes. But I was dying laughing today because Prada is now pushing <laughs> jean shorts. Like Tobias Funke never nude jean shorts is Prada high fashion. And it's just yeah. like this is this is societal pressure. Like you better yeah. decide what you want in life before you end up walking around in some jean shorts. You know what I love though? I think they they have to make it that ugly so people can identify that what it is, you know? Because if it looked like regular stuff, nobody would notice it. So they make it this absurd looking, you know? It's like it has to be really absurd. Like, oh, that must be in fashion, man. It's so ugly. I couldn't imagine walking around like that. I know. Back in like high school, if you were wearing some Jordash jean shorts, you would have gotten the piss beat out of you. But nowadays it's Prada, so you better hold your pinkies up. Yeah. And they cost like three grand probably. <laughs> oh my gosh. I can't even imagine. Uh, uh, so my last one for how to do what matters is uh, right. I actually heard this from Tim Ferriss. I think it was in the four hour work week where he basically said, write down what's what you need to do. So like write down your priorities. And then if you were stuck in the hospital and you can only accomplish half of what you had to do, what would you do? And then if you want to go even further, from those, from that half, cut it in half again, and maybe even half again. Like, suppose you are bedridden, you can't do anything, you can only do one thing a day. What's that one thing going to do? Because that's really going to help you determine out of all the things that you need to do, what really do you need to do? Uh, so I, I think that's a good one. I really like that one, too, because I think we put pressure on ourselves for a lot of, like, artificial stress and artificial, like, responsibility and we blow it up to make it seem like you know like oh i got all this stuff to do it's i'm so important i need to get this done blah blah, blah. i can't focus on anything else but really when you look at it, it's like do you need to do all that can't you cut it down isn't there things you can make either even just get done faster right i mean so i think that's a really good one to kind of like prioritize and focus on what matters all right so there you have it how to do what matters hopefully this helps you guys with that please check us out on youtube listen wherever you get your podcast like, subscribe, and share. It helps us out a lot. We'll be back later this week with a full-length episode. Until then, though, later, Andy. Later, Danny.